Like people say, oh, I went so off track or um, I failed or whatever it is. Doing that stuff and enjoying your life is not getting off track, right? Like enjoying yourself, having adventures, trying new things is an important part of your life, which guess what is the track. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Number 65 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, and I am here with a solo episode, my friends. One of the most frequently asked questions in my Instagram inbox the past couple of weeks while I was away in Italy was basically, how the heck are you doing this without feeling guilty, without gaining weight, um, without feeling insecure, without being bloated, yada, yada, yada. Basically, how did I stay balanced and continue to feel good in my body while gallivanting across Italy um, and like eating all the pasta, all the gelato, hanging out in a swimsuit all day. Basically just how did I balance everything? And that is something that years ago, I honestly didn't know if I would ever get to that point. It felt like this impossible future far, far away. (laughs) And I, that just, you know, makes me so much more grateful and humbled by the fact that I'm experiencing true balance, true self-love, really healthy body image, all that stuff. Now, now that I'm experiencing that stuff now, it makes me appreciate it so much more because I really struggled to get here and I, I had to put in the work to get here. And that's something like the deep work is what I really do with my clients on how to live a balanced lifestyle, how to approach, you know, eating on vacation, how to approach movement, how to keep a level head when all of these, um, you know, variables are out of your control. Things like that is like the deep work that I do with my clients, but I have some really solid, like actionable strategies and hacks to share with you guys today so that you can take some steps towards balance, towards feeling incredible in your body, no matter where in the world you are, no matter what the season or the circumstance. So that's what we're going to cover today. But but first, let's go over the review of the week. This week, we are hearing from MEA5 on iTunes. Our reviews of the week are always picked off of iTunes. And our featured reviewers as of now are getting um, a surprise wellness goodies sent directly to them in the mail, like a fun little present from us. So if you want a chance to be featured as a review of the week, all you have to do is leave us a rating and review on iTunes um, to kind of be entered into that giveaway. So this one again comes from MEA5 and she said, my first favorite five stars. I'm new to podcasts and only on episode 20 of Grind and Be Grateful, but I'm already hooked. You're so inspiring, Marie. The guest I've heard from on your show have been amazing and so informational. I can't wait to learn and grow while listening to more. Because of you, I can see so many positive changes for myself and my life. Thank you for being you and sharing your authentic self with me and the world. Thank you so much, girl, for sharing some love and kind words. Myself and my team appreciate it so much. And 
you know, sending in these reviews is one of the biggest and best ways to support the show and help it reach more people. Between that and posting you tuning in on your Instagram story, those are like a close tie on what is the most impactful and helps us the most. And if this show has benefited you, then it's sure to benefit the other women in your life or other women across the world. So we super, super appreciate it. Without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Again, this one's going to be a little different. We typically do interviews around here, but I love throwing in a solo show. Um, and this is kind of impromptu because I did plan it out, but we're really just working off a brief outline. So we're just going with the flow here. And also my um, filter for my little headset mic is MIA. I have this ongoing war with my cat, Ollie, and he keeps stealing it off of my microphone and like hiding it and playing with it. Like he just can't help himself. So um, I'm sorry if if the if the sound quality isn't quite up to our normal 10, 10 star, 5 star standards, but it still should be pretty solid. So let's jump into this. This mini training is basically how I ate my way through Italy with zero guilt and no weight gain. Yes, that is correct. I went to Italy for 11 days and I came back and I weighed, I kid you not, the exact same as the morning I left. The exact same to the like point point 10 or whatever to the decimal and that was not like a miracle that was something that was intentional that was something that I um set as a goal for myself even if I had gained a little little bit of weight that honestly wouldn't have been the end of the world whatsoever because I would have known that it was temporary um And honestly, like maintaining my weight or looking a certain way wasn't my highest goal when I was on my trip. My highest goal was to balance feeling physically good in my body while enjoying the trip so that I still felt confident, so that I still felt energetic. And of course, so that I didn't, you know, like regress a ton with my physical progress and the health and fitness goals that I've set for myself. So I'm a firm believer that we do get to have it all. Of course, there's an extent to that. If you're going to have extreme goals, you're going to have to go to extreme measures. But when your goals are to be like healthy and have a fit body, but not like a crazy lean body and things like that, like all of my goals are very balanced. And so I believe that I can have it all. And all of my clients that have balanced lifestyle goals get to have it all too. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit um, of like the strategies that I use and the mindset that I use so that I can really enjoy my trip. I kid you not, you guys, I had pasta like probably every day. I had gelato multiple, multiple times and not like the tiniest portion either. Like I I ate really well. (laughs) I didn't go to the gym. Um, I drank, like I had wine, of course, like you're in Italy and I am never going to go on a trip anymore and restrict myself or miss out on like the special foods or the cool sites or anything like that because it doesn't align with like my diet or my goals. I did that in the past. I did that when I used to compete. I did that just when I was in a really bad place with my body image and my confidence and it's not worth it. Like there are so many trips in the past where really what I remember more than like the memories with the people I was with or the sites that I saw or the food that I ate was just like how caught up in all of that drama, like the drama of insecurity, the drama of like 
being stressed about food, all that stuff. I was so caught up in the drama that that's almost what I remember more than like anything else in the trip. And so I have made a promise to myself to never make trips about that ever again, never make special occasions about that ever again. And I'm in such a good place with it now. Like that this is my new normal. It has been my new normal and I'm never going back. So I want to give you guys some tips for how you can make that a reality for you as well. And so I have some strategy tips and I have some mindset tips. So we'll cover strategy first. Um, and the, th- the first thing that I really think about before my trip, and I really do sit down with myself and give myself space to think about this, and that is decide what your non-negotiables are for the trip. Set some intentions for what you're going to do and what you expect from yourself for that trip. So number one, you have clear expectations, right? Because if you don't have clear expectations and then beat yourself up for not meeting your expectations, like that's not fair to yourself, right? So either way, you should never beat yourself up but if you go in with no plan no expectations and then either like no matter what you're probably going to feel guilty right so go in with some clear expectations go in with some intentions and some non-negotiables so what I like to set for my non-negotiables are daily movement and that can look like anything really water, supplements, and greens. Um, And this can be different for everyone, right? But these are kind of like foundational non-negotiables. They might be a little different for you. Maybe one of them is like, for example, supplements that probably isn't a non-negotiable for everyone. For me with like my various um, like hormonal imbalances and stuff like that, like supplements are something that I do need to be pretty diligent about when I'm traveling. Um, Maybe not for you, but maybe like vitamins at least should be a non-negotiable. But decide what your non-negotiables are beforehand like what are the things that you still want to incorporate every single day into your day and really like those four things movement water supplements and greens can take up max 30 minutes a day and that's like the movement part takes up the most time right like drinking enough water is really time consuming it's definitely not going to impact your experience negatively taking your vitamins it's going to take you 30 seconds like a little planning when you're packing like having greens that could just mean ordering a side salad once a day that could mean packing a greens powder, which is actually something that I did for Italy because I found vegetables to be like pretty hard to come by actually. Like they're not really, you know, a staple. Like my meals at home are very plant forward, meaning like I always have kind of like a vegetable as a base. Um, And that was not the case in my experience in Italian restaurants. So, um, and by the way, I was in Positano uh, in the Amalfi Coast and in Rome. And so those are my non-negotiables. I did pack a greens powder. I packed my supplements. Um, I brought a reusable insulated water bottle. That is a major key travel hack for you guys. And then for movement, that doesn't have to mean going to the gym. That doesn't mean that you have to do necessarily like hotel workouts even or anything like that. Although that is always a good option. Even like a 15 or 20 minute hotel workout, even a 10 minute hotel workout is so much better than nothing, especially like those, those vacations where you're just going to like lay on the beach or chill with your family all day, like moving your body in some way, shape or form is not only going to make you physically feel better because you know that you did something that was good for your body, release endorphins, but it's also going to make you mentally feel better um, and just kind of like get your head in the right space. For me, I go a little stir crazy if I don't work out for a few days and I'm just like stagnant, right? I just feel blah. I feel like a blob. Um, 
even if I don't gain weight or anything, even if I look the same, I just feel stagnant. So um, movement is something that is non-negotiable for me. For this trip, movement looked like doing different walking tours. Like in Rome, we probably walked hours and hours a day. Like I wish I would have worn my Apple Watch to track my steps because I swear some days were like definitely over 20K steps. Um, So we did a lot of walking tours. One day we did a super awesome hike that was like the most insane view of the coast. There's so many ways to get movement in. Also in Positano, like to get anywhere, it's so much stairs, so much walking. Um, So movement doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to mean a dedicated workout. It can literally mean just moving your body and that can be enough. Um, So again, just figure out ahead of time, sit down with yourself, create space to decide what your non-negotiables are and set intentions for how you want your trip to go. If you don't like reach your own expectations. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. That doesn't mean you should beat yourself up or anything like that. But it just gives you kind of a standard of like, this is what's going to make me feel best. And this is what's going to make my trip the highest quality possible. Um, And again, it's like really, I mean, we'll talk about this in the mindset section, but it's really about the why behind these non-negotiables. It's not because you want to be perfect or you feel like um, you absolutely have to do these or else you're going to lose all your progress. It's more about like, what's going to make you feel good, what's going to serve your goals, what's going to be in alignment with your best self. Okay, so those are the non-negotiables. A couple other strategies I like to use when I travel is to choose one to two meals where I want to indulge and then keep one to two lighter with a focus on protein and fiber. And so this doesn't always work. Like typically when I'm traveling, I like to keep breakfast lighter and maybe lunch lighter because in a lot of places it's really easy to have maybe like some oatmeal and protein powder in your oatmeal for breakfast. um, And that's like, you know, protein and fiber in breakfast. Or maybe if you're at a hotel, you can have just like an egg white omelet and some veggies for breakfast with some avocado or something like it typically is pretty easy to eat a lighter breakfast um, and even a lighter lunch, maybe like a big salad or a nourish bowl or something like that. But in Italy, breakfast, their idea of breakfast is like pastries and a cappuccino or pastries and espresso or something like that. And so it's like basically carbs and fat and caffeine for breakfast. So I um, would try to have like some cold cuts or something um, or some like fresh mozzarella with my breakfast to get some protein in, but it was definitely harder to stick with that rule while I was in Italy. Again, I didn't beat myself up about it. That was not, once I kind of figured out like how things were gonna go, I didn't hold myself to that expectation because that was unrealistic and I was just gonna feel like annoyed that I couldn't reach this unrealistic expectation. So I just let go of that. But typically, if you have more control, especially if you're in a more like American or Westernized setting, you can really have can you guys hear Ollie? You guys can really have like a lighter breakfast, maybe a lighter lunch, and then indulge more one to two meals, whether that's dinner with a dessert or dinner with a drink um, or something like fries at lunch or something like that so that you still are allowing yourself to enjoy the specialty foods or enjoy a celebratory meal um, while also still eating stuff that it's going to make you feel good. It's not going to mess with your digestion. It's not going to make you feel heavy because a lot of this stuff isn't just about calories. It's also about how it's going to make you feel, right? So 
that goes into my next strategy, which is to share your more indulgent meals. So one reason why I think I didn't gain weight in Italy, aside from tons of walking, um, was that Andrew and I, Andrew's my fiance now, um, we got engaged in Italy. So that's a story for another time. Probably next week we'll share our engagement story, but that was so exciting, um, was I shared everything with him pretty much. So even if we ordered our own plates, like I would have a little bit of his, he would have some of mine. Um, but usually we would order like three things and between the three things, like I would eat a little less than half and he would eat more. Like maybe I would eat one third and he would eat two thirds. Right. So even though I wanted to try a lot of things and I got to try a little, a lot of things, he still like ate a lot more than me and that kept my meals pretty calorie controlled. So like calories do still matter. I don't want you guys to ever like overly stress about them, especially when you're traveling. But this is just one way to keep your calories a little bit more controlled with your meals um, without feeling restricted. Again, I don't ever want to go into a trip and feel like I am like killing myself trying to, you know, reach this unrealistic expectation. I still got to try literally like every single food that I wanted on this trip. I still got to eat all the pasta, all of the pizza, all of the wine, all of the gelato. Like I still got to eat all of the things that I wanted to eat, but my portion sizes were more like moderate because I split everything with Andrew. And especially if you're in a group that becomes like even easier. And then a last strategy I want to share with you guys is, um, kind of like hit or miss. It, it really depends on the person and how this feels to you. If this feels either physically not great or mentally not great, then don't do it. But for me, it does make sense to sometimes skip meals if I'm not hungry. So for example, one day in Italy, we like had a big breakfast and then we went out, we did a bunch of tours. Like we had kind of a later breakfast. We woke up, did a little like engagement photo shoot, which is really fun. And those pictures will be on my Instagram. Um, and then we had kind of like a later big breakfast and then we didn't end up making it to lunch because we went on tours until like lunch. We didn't have until like 430. And then usually the, they don't eat dinner until like eight or nine there. And even by then we still weren't really hungry. So we just skipped dinner that night. Right. And so that's like, that's not a big deal. That's not being restrictive. That's listening to your body um, and honoring your hunger cues. Um, so that's something that you can definitely do if you notice that you're having like more calorie dense, indulgent meals at points during the day. Maybe you had a big brunch, then you can have like a light dinner. Or maybe if you have a big breakfast, you might not need to eat lunch until dinner. Um, things, or you might not need to eat lunch and just wait until dinner, something like that. Like it's okay to honor your hunger cues and skip meals if it's genuinely coming from a place of listening to your body and just knowing that you don't need those calories. You don't need that nourishment because you're like, you're topped off. The tank is full. You're good to go. So those are kind of the key strategies that I like to use. Um, oh, another one is also, I usually try if I am having a meal, I will either have alcohol or dessert, but usually not both just to be a little more responsible. Um, especially because when you do drink alcohol, your body has a harder time processing like heavier foods because your body will always prioritize um, metabolizing alcohol first. So if I'm having wine with dinner, I'll usually opt to not have a dessert or if I want dessert, I'll usually opt not to have a drink. So it's just kind of that strategy of like give and take and we'll kind of go into the mindset of that stuff as well next. So number one, kind of what I touched on at the very beginning is remembering that like weight gain and bloating and that kind of stuff can be expected. Like it wouldn't have surprised me if I came back and had gained a little weight, 
but it also wouldn't have sent me into a downward spiral because I know that those things are temporary. Like I've seen it in my own journey. I've seen it in hundreds of my clients' journeys. And it's okay if you feel weight gain happening. It's okay if you feel bloating happening either during or after your trip. Again, those things are temporary. Um, and that's kind of a situation where you just have to choose to focus on what's more important. And usually on a trip, what's more important is the people you're with, the memories you're making, um, what your body is allowing you to see and do. Like for example, one day I was just like marveling with Andrew's like, I'm just so grateful for my legs today because we've seen so many things. They've allowed me and like carried me through so many experiences this week. Like focusing on your body like that is a lot more productive than focusing on like feeling bloated or feeling like you're gaining weight or any of those things. Like there are so many other things that can be a priority above that stuff during and after your trip. And remember that stuff is temporary. It's very normal. A lot of it is going to be water weight. A lot of it is going to be um, just like kind of heavy digestion from eating a lot of foods that you're not used to, things like that. And that stuff will all go away once you get back to your usual routine. So the worst thing you can do is get home and be like, oh my gosh, I just ruined everything. Like, what's the point? And then just go back to like eating crap and not taking care of yourself. When in reality, if you're like, okay, that was really fun, but I want to get back into my groove. If you go back to eating your vegetables, drinking your water, doing your usual movement, then your body will naturally settle back down to where it was before your trip. It might take a few days or even a couple of weeks, but it will get there. And in like either not yo-yoing one way or the other, either giving up or trying to like, you know, do a detox or something like that. Both of those things are basically going to set you and set you up for like a yo-yo cycle and set you up for not a good time. So I just really recommend remembering that weight gain and bloating are going to be temporary. It's okay if you feel them happening and they will go away if you just get back to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay. The next mindset tip is to remember that feeling restricted or like you're missing out because you're making healthy choices and choices that make you feel good is a choice, right? So it's, it's not, it's not about giving up all the foods that you want to eat because you have to be healthy. Like if you're, if you're looking at choosing to eat a salad for lunch as restricting yourself because you need to be healthy, then you're coming at it from the wrong direction, right? If you're instead choosing a salad because you know that you have um, a more indulgent dinner later and you want to feel like you want your digestion to be on point, you want to feel energized, you want to nourish your body, like those are the reasons to eat a salad for lunch. Um, and you want that salad to be full of different colors and nutrients and things like that versus eating a salad for lunch because you feel guilty or about what you ate for dinner the night before, or you're like saving up all these calories for alcohol later or whatever it is, feeling restricted or like you're missing out is always going to be a choice. So whatever you're making your non-negotiables, those need to be in place because you want what's best for yourself. And what's best for yourself is to nourish yourself, to give your body all of the like vitamins and minerals and water and veggies that it needs, and also to make sure that your digestion is good, your energy is high, and that you can fully physically enjoy whatever, you know, trip or experience you're currently in, right? So you don't need to feel restricted. It's not about that. It's about why you're doing it. And also this is not going to be your last chance ever to probably eat these foods, right? So like choosing to not order you know, the most indulgent thing on the menu doesn't mean you'll never get to eat that thing. Or choosing to split something or leave half of it on your plate 
is like, that doesn't mean that that, that food is never coming back. Right. Like I will probably eat a chocolate croissant again. I will probably get to eat gelato in Italy again in my life. Like maybe not tomorrow, but it'll probably happen again at some point and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to have fond memories of it because it didn't make me sick and want to like puke because I ate so much of it last time. You know what I mean? Like you want to give yourself a little something to miss. So remember it's, it's not your last chance ever to eat those foods. It's not your last chance ever to eat period. And you don't want to look back and just remember like how full and uncomfortable you were after every meal. You want to look back and remember like the memories and sharing things with your friends and stuff like that. So again, mindset tip number one is to remember that weight gain and bloating are temporary and it's okay if you feel either of those things happening. Number two is that feeling restricted or like you're missing out is a choice and you get to own that choice. Um, And then number three is that traveling or doing social events or enjoying your birthday or your wedding or whatever it is, is not quote unquote getting off track. So we always talk about this stuff like people say, oh, I went so off track or um, I failed or whatever it is doing that stuff and enjoying your life is not getting off track, right? Like enjoying yourself, having adventures, trying new things is an important part of your life, which guess what is the track? Like I know we have all of these goals. I know we have all of these ambitions for ourselves. We want our body to look a certain way. We want our our lives to look a certain way. Like there's so much that we want for ourselves, but like in between your goals, life is happening. And so we have to remember that, you know, stopping on the side of the track or like taking a little detour is not necessarily getting off track. Like it's all part of the track. You don't have to stress about it. You don't have to feel like you're going backwards because enjoying life is part of the process. And so enjoying a trip, enjoying food, enjoying good company, celebrating important milestones, that is all part of life. And you don't have to feel bad about taking it taking advantage of that or eating good food um, or anything like that. So it's really, again, it's a choice of how you look at it. Are you looking at it as getting off track or are you looking at it as part of the track? And then lastly, I've kind of alluded to this throughout this conversation, but your experiences should be just as much about the people, the memories, and the ambiance as it is about the food. And so back in the day when I really, really struggled with this, I would find myself like so worked up ahead of time during and after about the food. I would be so nervous to go there and I was so nervous that I was lose control of food. I was so nervous about what I could eat there. I was so so nervous about how it would impact my body, about what other people would think. I would just work myself up and I would also set these really unrealistic expectations like oh you can't have any dessert there or you can't have any pasta or like whatever it is I would get really worked up ahead of time and kind of try to like white knuckle my way through the experience and pretty much every single time that actually backfired because the more you focus on something the more you work yourself up about something the more you're likely to just cave right that's so much pressure so I would I would work myself up before I would get there. I would cave. So I'd be focusing on not caving. Don't cave, don't cave, don't cave. And then I would cave. And then after I caved, I would just feel really guilty and fixate on that. So basically before, during, and after all of these experiences, I would be thinking mostly about the food. I wouldn't be thinking about whatever we're celebrating. I wouldn't be thinking about the people that I was with, the memories we were supposed to be making, the ambiance of where I was, like that stuff kind of faded into the background, honestly, because I was so worked up about food and body stuff, right? And so the experience should be 
at least as much about the people, the memories, and the ambiance as it is about the food. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge foodie. Like, food was a highlight of my trip to Italy for sure. But when you ask me to like list all of the things that were amazing about it, food is not the first thing that comes to mind, right? Like it, it's part of the list for sure. But I made sure that whenever I sat down at a restaurant or whenever we sat down at breakfast, like I would look around, I would take in the scenery, I would take in the views, I would take in the decor, I would smell the cappuccinos that they're making in the back. I would think about like our plans for the day. I would reach out and like hold Andrew's hand. We talk about what we were excited for. And I would really make a point to be in the moment and then, you know, take my time eating too, like slow eating, not stressed eating, um, not panicked eating, not maybe if I eat this really fast, it doesn't count eating. Like I really took my time. I really made it an experience and something that was about pleasure and enjoyment and that being okay because food gets to be enjoyable. Food gets to be pleasurable instead of fighting that and wanting it to be the specific thing that was so um, like an unrealistic expectation that I built up in my head, right? So you make it about the experience. You make it about the people. It doesn't have to be all about the food. And when we make it all about the food, we kind of just set ourselves up for failure one way or another. So those are the mindset tips. Those are the strategy tips. Again, I will recap them right now um, in case you forgot any of them. So strategy number one, decide what your non-negotiables are and give yourself, create some space and time to think about what your intentions are for taking care of yourself mentally and physically on this trip, whether that's movement, water, supplements, greens, journaling, you know, prayer time, whatever it is, meditation, decide what your non-negotiables are. Number two, choose maybe one or two meals to indulge in and one or two meals to keep lighter with a focus on protein and fiber during your day so you have a good balance of taking care of your gut health, taking care of your digestion, taking care of your energy, your nutrients, and then, you know, also a time and a place to enjoy yourself more, um, eat special foods, you know, have fun with people that you're with, stuff like that. Number three, share your indulgent meals with other people. Pro tip, if you travel with a man, they can eat two thirds and you can eat one third and that usually ends up working out perfectly. And then um, number four, skipping meals if you're not hungry, as long as that means you're honoring your hunger cues and not restricting. So those are kind of the actual tangible strategies. And then for mindset, we have four as well. Number one, remember that weight gain and bloating are temporary and it's okay if you feel either of those things happening. It's all about just getting right back to your usual healthy lifestyle when you get home or whenever you get back from this occasion. Number two, feeling restricted or like you're missing out is a choice and so is honoring your body and honoring your goals. Number three, this is not getting off track. Enjoying yourself, having adventures, and trying new things is an important part of life, which is the track. And number four, your experiences should just should be as much about the people, the memories, and the ambiance as it is about the food. So those are kind of my tips, tricks, and how I approach, you know, traveling and balancing, feeling physically good in my body with also enjoying a trip or an event. And they have really served me over the years. Again, I go a lot deeper with my clients on this kind of stuff, but I hope that this sheds some light on how you can improve your own experiences with travel, um, with nutrition, with movement during those seasons of your life that are really exciting and are all about enjoying yourself and celebrating and having the best time possible, not stressing about food, not stressing about your body, not stressing about 
weight gain um, because let's be honest, that's a huge buzzkill. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, be sure to take a screenshot, post it up on your Instagram story and tag me. Let me know what like the most kind of like breakthrough takeaway was for you. That always helps me so, so much figure out what I should talk more about. So be sure to post that up on your Instagram story. I will keep an eye out for you. And thank you so much for tuning in, my friend. Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm so happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it. And please leave the show or review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. It would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women to become their very best selves and create more content that you're going to love. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind and be grateful, my friends.